There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Good evening, everybody. It is a gloomy Friday evening, November 14th, 2008, for the final installment of Marple Newtown High School Football. Tonight, the Tigers will be roaming in the gloaming along with the seven and four Knights of Academy Park High School. Home game number seven, contest number 12 of this 2008 campaign, one which saw Ray Junta's team sputter to an 0-5 start, but rally suddenly to win five of their last six games. Under a thick coating of fog here at Harry Harvey Stadium, the Tigers have a golden opportunity to reach the 500 mark in what should be a night of celebration for all the hard work the team has put in over the last three months. In the booth one final time, I'm Bob Herpin, and along with me, as always, Greg Pecco. And Greg, another dominating performance last week against Pius X, a replacement opponent. What can we expect from the Tigers and Academy Park this evening? Well, a little bit of rain here in Harry Harvey Stadium, a little bit of fog earlier. So I'm expecting a, a big ground game tonight. Continue with that wing team. That defense will uh, continue to get better and, and, and be as good as it has over the last couple of weeks during this winning streak. Well, last week, Phil Graziano puts on, uh, the only word that really comes to mind is tour de force. Three touchdowns last week, 139 yards rushing, and also a big kickoff return for a touchdown to begin that second half. Well, that 85-yard kick return was huge. Really just busted the game open. Pretty much put St. Pius in their place, and for Phil, it was it was huge because it was he had been so close all season to breaking one. Finally, he was able to break one open last week. Real big confidence builder going into today's game. And Kevin Johnson also uh, padding that quarterback rating three for three for 77 yards, but one touchdown to Nick Stevens. Quarterback rating 425.6. So he's uh, <laughs> it actually went down a little bit, but yeah. still, it's uh, well, something inflating and, and something to uh, to grow on. Well, it, when you, when you can be uh, as perfect as possible. And you're only throwing so very few passes as this offense is predicated more on the offense, on the running game, excuse me. It, it, it helps to be that perfect because you, it means you're setting up the plays that, that you need to get accomplished and throw those touchdown passes to the, to the likes of uh, Nick Stevens, Dan Giordano. Now going back to that rushing game here, looking at the, at the quick stats officially, Phil Graziano, 212 rushes, 1,319 yards, 11 touchdowns. Things go well tonight here in this uh, eerie fog game. They're always kind of special games, these bad weather games. 181 yards to 1,500. He may be able to do it. It, It's possible. It's definitely possible. Now, the concern here is they saw Academy Park in the preseason. Academy Park 
was a solid team in, in that game, but Marble Newtown dominated. We we didn't keep score, but it looked like Marble Newtown had that game handily in the right. Academy Park really didn't. You know, granted, it was an exhibition contest, and Academy Park really still did not show too much. Uh, Offensively or defensively, however, that has uh, apparently turned around here in the regular season. Yeah, seven and four overall. Now they're five and one at home, two and three on the road. So they have trouble on the road tonight. Maybe a little bit of a difficulty for them. Not the biggest crowd for Marble Newtown with the rain, understandably so. Uh, but it looks like here, Eric Gilbert, the quarterback, and Laquan Fraser, the running back, are the two guys for this Academy Park team. Fraser with a hundred, eleven hundred yards rushing this season. And Gilbert has 897 yards rushing and nearly the same number passing. So, like a lot of the opponents down the stretch here, it's uh, going to be a little tough to, to make a read because the quarterback and the running back in an option pitch situation can uh, carry the ball very well. Yeah, they're they're a team that we when we saw them in the in the preseason, they were they had a lot of speed at the quarterback and running back position. And the thing here is, I'm assuming is the best thing to do is string them out to the sideline, make them run east to west and not north to south and stay in your lanes and of course tonight being the last regular season game it is the last game in the careers of several big players on both offense and defense well the chief among them the steve reynolds number 51 one of the tri-captains yeah steve is, is a really great player a real great kid as well he's very gracious and, and he plays hard out there when he gets on the field he goes into a whole different mindset and really has had a great season this year and has a very good future ahead of him if he goes on to upper level and play down the road. Well, over the last couple of weeks, we've noted how his pursuit is just ruthless and reckless. He had at least six or seven times over the last two weeks alone and maybe the last two home games as well where he was about a split second away from sacking the quarterback, always coming from that blind side. Yeah, well, well I think a big thing that's helped him is his older brother is an assistant coach on the coaching staff, played Division II college ball, and was a real good defensive end and has really given him some real good things the second half of the season to do, and he's done them real well. Finally, Dan Giordano, what can we say about him? He has come on so well on both sides of the ball after an early injury kept him out of these games, and I think his addition, not only defensively but offensively, has really spurred this uh, stretch of five wins in six games. Well, he, he made his... His really his comeback was a, was about the fourth game of the season. Missed the first three with that injury, and only played defense up until about four or five weeks ago. Started to get some some work on the offense. Had a lot more last week, but defensively he missed three games and still and he leads the team now in tackles. Has averaged about eight to nine tackles a game and has gotten great pressure and a great leader on that side. Oh, we are just about set to go here. We have the uh, officials and the tri captains plus Academy Park about to meet at the 50-yard line here. And one thing we noticed is that when we got here earlier this evening, Greg, the fog was very low, very stationary, and very thick. And in the last hour and a half or so, it has turned to rain, and it's gone in sheets, moving from our left to our right, and it's actually moved up and out. So yeah. at least early on, we may have a little bit well, of, of a difficulty moving the ball as well, both sides. But uh, we'll see what happens as the game goes well, on. Once that rain moved in, it, it's gotten a little cooler here. And I think that's what, what's pushed the fog out of here, kind of lifted the fog uh, with the humidity kind of going away now. And the rain brings that in. And, and this should be a, a little bit more comfortable situation for both teams. The rain's still here. still going to be a little sloppy here and there. But the fog lifting is a big help for both teams. Well, whatever does not happen and was corrected for both sides of the of the ball for both teams on paper will be uh, taken over by Mother Nature and she is out in full force this evening 
So once again, the final game of this 2008 season, the 5-6 and six Marple Newtown Tigers against the 7-4 and four Academy Park Knights. We'll be back shortly with the call of the first quarter here, and you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. Hard work, integrity, responsibility, sportsmanship, respect, and citizenship. These are the core values that Marple Newtown student-athletes are taught every day on and off the playing fields. Hi, I'm Dennis Reardon, Assistant Principal and Athletic Director at Marple Newtown High School. And I'd like to thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Your support of our sports teams now and throughout the school year is appreciated as we strive to raise the bar. I hope to see you at a game in the future. Go Tigers! For the Tigers, the 2008 campaign has come full circle as they take on preseason opponent Academy Park in the final game of the season tonight. The Tigers are looking to close out this year on a five-game winning streak that would give them a final record of 6-6. Six six. For the Tigers, this season had its ups and downs, but with a win tonight at home, they have an opportunity to end this year on a high note. For the seniors like Phil Braziano, Dan Giordano, and Steve Reynolds, tonight's game gives them a chance to put an exclamation point on their careers in a Tigers uniform. While the younger players like Kevin Johnson and Ryan White work to gain momentum and confidence heading into next season. Bob Herbin and Greg Pecco bring you all the action for one final time this year, next on the Tigers Radio Network. Listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps, the few, the proud, the Marines. Back to live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium just prior to the start of tonight's contest. And before we get started, I'd like to extend a special thanks for this podcast this season to a couple people. First of all is Ray McFall, principal from Marple Newtown High School. Also Ray Gionta, head football coach of this Tiger squad. Dennis Reardon, who will join us in the broadcast booth here at the start of the third quarter, assistant principal and athletic director. And also Jim Alsman, our executive producer. The man who got this all started and the reason why Greg and I are here. So we've had the national anthem and the coin toss. Marple Newtown has won. They have elected to receive. So they will go from our left to our right. 
Mario Diaguardi, Phil Graziano, and Ron Alf, the deep men, back for the Tigers. On to kick is number 81, Devin Hunter. Approaches the ball as a low line drive, skidding at the turf, picked up by Graziano at the 15. 20, 25, 30, 35 up the middle, has a seam, 35, 40, and finally dragged down just across the 40-yard line. And tackled there by number 35, Joe Richburg for Academy Park. So once again, very positive sign to start off another contest for the Marple Newtown Tigers. They have the ball first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. And the Tigers roar here above the crowd. Johnson under center. Two men in the backfield. It is Giordano now shifting back. It is Nick Stevens and Graziano. Don Alf split wide to the right. Johnson rolls back, but he doesn't even get a chance to turn around, and he is brought down. Number 56, Rich Crane, the defensive tackle, got in there real quickly and, and put a hit on Johnson. Crane, 6'2", 240. So right away, unfortunately, a loss of six there is Johnson. It was almost as if Academy Park had the script on that one. Johnson didn't even have a time to turn either direction before he was uh, plowed under. Yeah, it was, it was a real, there was a hole there. And I guess on the, on the delayed play, it, Crane had a great burst. Nothing that can't be fixed here. Second down and 16 now from the 35. Second play of the contest. Johnson under center. Stevens in motion. It's a handoff up the middle. Graziano. Gets away from a man at the 35, up around the 40, and possibly back to the original line of scrimmage. And it looked like number 23, Rakeem Milton, came up and made the stop on Graziano, who did a nice job to duck under that initial tackle, as now we have a man down. He joined in on that tackle for Academy Park. Uh, he's down on the, on the field, on his back, so unfortunately we can't see what his number is right now. Looks like he probably got tangled up. In that massive humanity that brought Graziano down. And the trainers attending to him, so. Well, 10.56 remaining here in this opening quarter. Three plays from scrimmage. Marple Newtown basically back to where they began at the 41-yard line, facing a third down and 10. Well, the tough running by Graziano, again, helps his team out, negates the initial loss by the, the first play by well, on the sack by Crane, who got in there quickly. So now for the Marble Newtown, just rebuild and, and try and see what you can get here on, on third and long. All right, no better, no worse. You know, before we uh, start playing again, I just want to mention the officials for tonight's game, the referee, Dr. Phil Harding. Umpire will be Jack Nelling. Headlinesman, Chuck Hurl. Line judge, Joe Kenya. Back judge, Frank Vidian. And ECO, Mary Ross. And the injured night for Academy Park. Gary Latine is up and walking around, looks to be okay. Got a nice hand from his home crowd and also those on our sideline. So third down and 10. Graziano, the lone man in the backfield. Two wide receivers set. Giordano split near to the right. Alf wide to the right. Johnson rolls back. He's got a man open. It is Nick Stevens up around the 45. Not close to a first down, but again, positive yardage. Let's see. It's going to be a fourth down and about four. Teron Mitchell on the stop, number 25 for Academy Park, the corner. So stopping Stevens just shy of uh, about four yards shy of that first down marker. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, on that play, even though Johnson rolled out to the right and he was being pursued, he did have Ron Alf down at about the 45-yard line across midfield if he just would have been able to wedge the ball in there instead took the safe route to Stevens. Yeah, he, he had him open, but yeah, just pulling it down and doing what he feels is best. Johnson on to punt this time. 
Just barely gets it away. It's a high end-over-end kick coming down to number 20, Eric Gilbert, at the 20-yard line, and he's brought down shy of the 25. And a nice tackle downfield by, looks like, number 28, Nick Stevens. So the Knights will set up at their own 25-yard line here, their first possession of the contest. Interesting move here that Kevin Johnson has been taking the majority of the punts over the last couple of weeks rather than Billy Weaverling. Well, Weaverling is uh, the linebacker, is also listed as a linebacker and a backup quarterback and a punter. So it might be trying to groom him for next year, Johnson, to come in and do the punts because as a senior he may not be playing defense next season. First and 10 from the 25. Gilbert under center. It's a handoff to the outside to Frazier. He gets across the 35-30, 45-40, across midfield. He's finally brought down Phil Graziano on the stop, number 20, the safety. So Graziano doing the safety job and stopping the speedy Frazier who got into the backfield. Or Frazier. The secondary, excuse me. 1,100 yards coming into this contest on only 176 carries. That is a gaudy average of 6.25 yards a game. And right there he chewed up major yardage, a gain of 23 officially on that play. First and 10 for Academy Park. Gilbert in the shotgun. Frazier, the lone man in the backfield, to his left. Takes a snap, rolls out. Tries to find a lane across the 45, across midfield. 45-40, 35, tiptoes out of bounds. So let's see where they spot that. And again, Eric Gilbert showing his fleet of foot there. and Beat a whole host of Tigers to the outside. Looks like they're going to spot it at the 39. Ron Alf got a hand on him as he walked out of bounds. But Gilbert and Frazier are the two guys for this Academy Park offense as it was in the preseason. Looks like it's the same here, and they are quick, quick, quick. They must adjust very quickly this Marple Newtown defense because speed kills when all else fails. 10-1 remaining in this opening quarter. Nothing, nothing. Marple Newtown did not move the ball well on its first possession. Academy Park gets the ball now. At the Tigers 39, that was a gain of 13 on the play. It's a handoff this time faked by Gilbert when a shotgun formation goes up the middle for a couple yards, maybe hits the 35. Nick Stevens, Dan Giordano at the linebacker position coming up to make the stop. Those two combine again as they've done all season to make uh, stops by up the middle rushes. That time, excellent read there. Nobody was fooled on the fake option handoff in the shotgun formation. They're calling it a gain of four, so second down and six from the 35-yard line. 9.32 to go, opening quarter. Wide receiver split wide to the left is Marquise Bay. Frazier also in the backfield this time, slightly to the right and behind Gilbert. But Gilbert takes a direct snap across the 35-20. Fakes a man out at the 23, comes up to the 20, and then goes forced out of bounds. Once again, moving well, the ball well. That was that was pretty good defense by Marble Newtown that time. They stayed in their lanes. It just happened that... Gilbert was able to pick his way through the holes and find some open space. But you can see, though, Gilbert was trying to find a lane through you know, the, the center of the field, which is completely blocked off. Yeah. So he took the easy route out of bounds. But it is a first down. They spot the ball right at the 20-yard line on the right hash marks. This time, Bay split wide to the right. Frazier right next to Gilbert. And it's a direct handoff to Gilbert across the 20. Gets basically gang-tackled and picked up almost off the turf 
and carried backwards. Maybe he gets to the 15. We'll see where the spot of the ball is. Well, in the pile there, it looked like Phil Graziano came up real quickly along with Giordano and was able to, to initially slow him down. And then the, the, the gang tackling came as a, as a bunch of black and orange got on Fraser's back. Well, they see it is another positive yardage gain, this time of four. So second down and six from the 16, 8.36 to go, first quarter. Let's see what the defensive coordinator can dial up here for the Marple Newtown Tigers. This is the bend but do not break territory as Academy Park has swiftly moved into the red zone. Bay in motion. Sets up wide to the right. Frazier once again in the backfield. It's a handoff up the middle to Frazier. Gets across the 15 to the 10. But we have a flag on the field near that right hash mark at the line of scrimmage. We'll see what the call is here. Dr. Phil Harding. Number 22, Carl Kozarski made the stop, but that late flag came in. Holding on the offense. Just a blessing in disguise there as Frazier looked like he was close to the first down on that play. Here comes the call. Holding offense. Apparently, Dr. Phil is a man of few words. <laughs> so that will be uh, typically a 10-yard penalty as it is here. So they push him back all the way back to the 30-yard line now. Second down and 20. Two wide receivers, Darrell Washington to the right. Kabongo Bukasa to the left. Now Washington in motion. It's a handoff, a fake reverse to Frazier. He gets up across the left hash mark, trying to get to the outside, and he's dragged down Matt maybe shy of the 30. Matt Vandergrift, nice job in pursuit there, and able to get on Frazier and bring him down as he continues to string it out wide. Absolutely nowhere to go on that delay there. Frazier desperately trying to find a hole to cut back along this near sideline, but could not. Officially a loss of one in that play, so here we go. So the defense digging their heels in here. and After just a brief period of trying to figure out what to do, there we go. It's a quick learning curve. Well, Academy Park has a good passing offense, so they'll have to be alert here to look for that pass over the top as they've thrown for over 800 yards this season. Three wide receivers set. Frazier once again in the backfield. Shotgun formation for Gilbert. He takes a snap. Fakes the handoff. Gilbert rolls out far to the near sideline. He's got a man open downfield, number 24. Marquis Bay and Kevin Johnson incomplete. coverage. I don't know. It could have been a little grab uh, on either side there at about the five-yard line, but in any case, Gilbert's pass almost uncatchable, just a little bit too far to the inside. And the Tigers hold. So we'll see what happens here. Fourth down and 21 from the 31-yard line. Don't know too much about the kicking game for the Knights. Well, Can't imagine that they would try a Gilbert, long field goal Gilbert here. comes back in, so they'll go for it here and see what they can get. Gut check time for this Tigers defense. The key here is to stay home, stay home, stay home, and stick on your man. Gilbert, shotgun formation once again. Frazier in motion from left to the right. He fumbles the snap. It's picked up back to the 40-yard line. It escapes a couple of men, but he is finally dragged down at the 34-yard line. So 
Yeah, that didn't go as planned well. for the uh, for the Knights at all. <laughs> well, mistakes will hurt a team. He had the mistake on the holding penalty, backed them up, and the mistake there on the fumble just forces them. Luckily, Gilbert got back to almost where the line of scrimmage was, and there was no more damage done. Can't tell but. whether Gilbert there just took his eye off the ball for a split second on the on the exchange or whether it was a slick ball, but it, whatever, it squirted right out of his hands to the 40-yard line. Makes it hard to walk when you shoot yourself in the foot. Exactly. So Marple Newtown now takes over first and 10 at their own 35-yard line, 6.47 to go here in the first quarter. Johnson in the center. It's a handoff to Graziano. Tries to find a way up the middle. Manages to push his way through. Gets across the 35 for a couple. And that was a nice job by Graziano. Stutter stepping in there as... Number 63 for Academy Park, J.P. Calibro made the stop. And for some reason, capital J, lowercase p, so maybe that's some kind of a statement for the youngster. Or maybe a typo. I'm guessing typo. You never know. Sometimes these athletes, they have uh, formulate their personality very young. You know, J.P. Della Camera, who does soccer on ESPN, no periods in there. In any case, Johnson under center to hand off. Ooh. But dropped behind the line of scrimmage is Dan Giordano. And number 20, Eric Gilbert, the quarterback, comes up and puts a pop on Giordano at the line of scrimmage. Well, somehow they're finding out that he got a maybe a yard on that. So third down and a long six now from the Tigers' 39-yard line here. 5.38 to go. First quarter, nothing, nothing. Marple Newtown on its second drive of the contest. A oh, real good game we got going here early and, and should be the rest of the way out, so let's see what the Tigers do here. Ron Alf, lone wide receiver split near to the left. Johnson rolls out. He's being chased. He has Alf downfield, but throws it in between two receivers. Giordano was short about the 50, and Alf was down about the 40, but Johnson kind of split the difference there. Uh, I, I don't think he saw Alf down downfield. He was kind of scrambling out to that side. It may have been blocked off for him. So he did the smart play there and just threw it somewhere where it was safe and, and there wasn't going to be an interception. Yeah, Johnson had a wall of two Academy Park defenders and a couple of Marple Newtown offensive linemen trying to push them away. Got through that, but again, just could not find the target. And it is a turnover on downs. Here we have Johnson in to punt from the 25. It's a high spiraling kick, but it's fumbled. Fumble by number 20, Gilbert. Now let's see who comes up with the football. It is Academy Park. Frazier back there like a backstop in, in baseball, just manages to fall on it. Yeah, he did a nice job of staying where he was after he saw the ball squirted underneath because there was two Tigers right there that would that would have grabbed that ball if he had not moved as fast as he did. Gee, maybe it. maybe Greg, it is the lights against the pitch black sky here because that's the third home game in a row that day. the opposition kick returner has had trouble fielding the ball well, and holding a, on to it. That was a tough one. They almost would have been better to let that one bounce. So I just think it's it's mismanagement by the player themselves. However, the lights I'm sure have a factor. Well, it's a good sign because that is the quarterback, so maybe if he does that again. And as Gilbert once again puts the ball on the turf, fumbles it. It wow. was first and 10 from the 33, and he maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage on that. Well, that time, number 65 in there for the Tigers along. Excuse me, number 65, Kevin Lopez, excuse me, in there with Nick Stevens. So, okay, it is Gilbert because that's the third time he's mishandled the ball within a space of a couple of minutes. That time, he was already looking for the pitch and mishandled the ball. Luckily, it, it took a Sunday hop right to him off yeah. the exchange, and he was able to get 
Back to the line of scrimmage. Second and ten from the 33 now. Two wide receivers both split wide to the right. Frazier in the backfield. Under center is Gilbert. Hands it off to Frazier. He's Ooh. hit and dropped. Wow. Nice play by Nick Stevens. Coming up there. Read that play perfectly and put a hit on Frazier. Let's see. Generously, no gain. Possibly a loss of one. We'll see where they place it. And that's yep. been the strength of the Tigers team this year. Nick Stevens, Dan Giordano, Vandergriff, all those guys in the backfield in, in the linebacking core have been the key to this defense all season long. Swift and brutal sometimes, especially when they get that anticipation and read the play well. Loss of about a half a yard, so we'll call it third down and long, 10 from the 33. 3.46 to go here, first quarter, no score. Academy Park looking good sometimes, but also... Back on their heels at other times as Gilbert is in the shotgun formation. Man in motion is number 11, Shane Sullivan, this time. Snap comes to Gilbert, but play yeah. is blown dead. I thought so. Number 54 moved along that line. Flinched up a little bit. Anthony Ciliani, the 5'10 senior. Start. Offense. There's Dr. Phil Harding with the call, so five-yard penalty upcoming. And once again, uh, hurting themselves is Academy Park. Third down and 15 now. Now for Marple Newtown, who saw a very quick-moving Academy Park offense on, on the opposition's first drive, this this must be uh, giving them more confidence, not only the stop and the sticks, but also the moving backwards and the, the time taken in between each play as Academy Park tries to figure out what to do. It just gets them keyed up a little bit more, maybe with the eye of the Tiger. Timeout offense, they're first. So Academy Park apparently clearly flummoxed here as to what to do, facing a third down and 16 from their own 27. 3.33 to go here in this opening quarter, no score. We'll take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium, where the fog has apparently almost completely lifted. We have a little thin veil and wisps of clouds here and there, silhouetted against the lights, but clear sailing for those down the field, and more importantly, clear sailing for us here looking out over the field up in the booth. Shotgun formation for Gilbert, but it's a handoff and a delay to Frazier. Gets outside to the 30, cuts back around the 33, but only gets to maybe the 34. Nowhere even near close to the first down, so once again a punt for the Knights. Nice job, Ryan White, coming up to make that stop from the corner position. So there we go. If Marple Newtown's offense is held in check, their defense is coming through. Well, we have a defensive battle today so far in this first quarter. Devin Hunter back once again to punt. He is standing at his own 19-yard line. Back deep run, Alf and Graziano. That snap, it is blocked. It is blocked and it's deflected. Bouncing at the 35, taking a Marple Newtown bounce. Out at the 33, so... Number 42, Joe Carini gets a finger on it. 
and it just absolutely muffles the punt, and it, it's like a five-yard punt. No, uh, line of scrimmage is the 35. It lands at the 33, so that's a, a punt negative, actually negative, negative two yards. yards. That's a Tiger's roar if I ever heard one for the defense. Delayed roar. There we go. Tiger's sleeping now. He's woken up. <laughs> Well, now perfect field position for the Tigers as they make their way downfield. They are in the Catbird seat. 2.44 to go first quarter. First and 10 at the Academy Park 32. It's a handoff to Graziano. He's hitting drop, wow. but he does get past the 30-yard line. Wow. It looked like he had a hole there until the Academy Park defender just put an arm bar into him and dropped him. Number 63, J.P. Calabro again making the stop. Gain of roughly three and a half there, so second down and short seven from the 29. Dan Giordano checks out of the game. Nick Stevens checks in. It's Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. No wide receivers here. Johnson under center. Fakes the handoff, gives it to the outside. Tamario Diagordi gets across the 25 to 20. Ooh. He cuts inside, but he is knifed wow. in half down by number five, Brandon Farrow. Brandon Farrow caught one leg of Diaguardi, and it just happened to be the leg that was on the ground, and that's why he, he was tripped up. Yeah, you don't want to see hits like that, even though in the heat of combat they really can't be avoided that's, sometimes, especially if the ball carrier tries to cut back. He's, he's up and all, he's, he's already popped right back up, but those are the type of hits that, that could break a knee or tear an ACL. Yeah, well, sometimes it's weird. So. It's weird, though, with these hits. The, the worse they look, the more harmless they are. In any case, it is a Tigers first down, first and 10 from the 16. Stevens in motion. It's a fumble on the handoff, but Johnson picks it up and manages to push forward maybe to the 15. And a pile in there trying to get to that football as Johnson was able to get back on top of it and, and get some positive yardage out of it. But looks like the ball is very slippery today with this rain as both sides are having trouble handling it from a snap and, and other positions on the field. Gain of one, second down and nine from the 15 now. 103 to go opening quarter, no score. And ball at the 15, well within Adam Fender's range as he warms up. Uh, we don't need Adam Fender. Let's just punch it in here. Graziano fakes the handoff. Johnson tries it. Looks like he had a man downfield there. Giordano, who checked back into the game in the end zone, but Johnson is brought down. Well, nice job by Johnson. I think that was the smart play. He didn't try and force it. There was some coverage of that far side of the field where he was rolling out. May have been a, a split second there, but it would have been a tough but, throw. You know, that's what I was thinking. It was a, if you can really have it in an offense that doesn't really pass as much, it was a coverage sack. Yeah. So, loss of only one on that play. Third down and 11 with what may be the final play here in this opening quarter. Graziano and Nick Stevens once again in the backfield. Johnson under center. Goes up the middle to Nick Stevens. He really doesn't move the pile that much. Maybe gets back to the 15. Nah, not, not, not at all, really. A number nine, Darrell Washington on the initial contact as this quarter comes to an end. So another de impressive defensive stand by the Academy Park Knights prevents, at least we think, a touchdown. So maybe Adam Fender will come on here. Fourth and ten from the 16-yard line here. No score between the Marple Newtown Tigers and Academy Park Knights. And you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. Back in a minute with the call for the second quarter. Wow. 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 